Okay, uh, hello, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever time it is you're listening to this. Uh, hope you're well. It's another episode of Movie Chats 101. Uh, welcome. Uh, again, uh, I, I don't know if you're sick of it yet, but it's Oscar talk again, uh, just because we're, I, I know I'm completely up to date. And I think Alex is basically completely up to date now as well in regards to award shows. We've had the BAFTAs as well. So we will talk a little bit about the BAFTAs because the BAFTAs have been a bit kind of, um, I don't know, shocking, I suppose, in a way, a little bit, like not expected. Yeah, kind of a few, only a couple, though. I think everywhere else it was kind of expected. Yeah. Yeah, no, completely. Um, so I've got Alex uh, joining me again. Um, like I said, Alex will be talking all kind of uh, movie uh, awards with myself. Because um, I think you're the only person that will probably be up to date on them, to be honest. I've tried my best. Yeah. It's been, been very difficult with the films not being available. But... Yeah. Although I just noticed recently that majority of them are coming on uh, or have come on streaming platforms now, to be honest. Like, yeah. This- Disney Plus pick up Nomad's Land at the end of the month, just before the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I suppose that's because it's for Fox Searchlight, maybe. Yeah, that's probably that's why the they, they probably why they get it. Um, yeah, and Young Woman, I think, is on Sky and Now TV now, which I recommend highly. Uh, even though it wasn't nominated, Palm Springs is on um, Amazon Prime. Even though it's not been nominated, I recommend that highly. Uh, Sound of Metal is on Amazon Prime. I recommend Amazon that. Prime. Yeah, and then you've got Miami. Yeah, is on Amazon Prime as well. You've got Manx. So. The only massive thing I'd say for me that isn't on anything is the father. Um, is yeah, one of the pretty things. much. Um, I'm trying to uh, let's get that list up. So uh, we'll talk a little bit uh, about the BAFTAs uh, in regards to the um, shocks. Is is that the right way to put it? Shock I, again. I, I would say it's a little bit shocky. Like yeah. Oh, We'll jump into the, the first major one straight away that are um, uh, with Best Actor, obviously. I think Best Actor, everyone was um, pretty certain that um, Chadwick Boseman kind of had this in the bag for um, for lead actor because he's been winning every other kind of uh, lead actor award. Yeah. And even though this is not to discredit his performance because his performance is incredible, but uh, I would like to say it's the kind of Heath Ledger effect. Again, Heath Ledger wasn't, uh, was amazing as well, but it's the, it's the same scenario. That's what of course. Says, really. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, both gave amazing performances. Um, but yeah. Um, so obviously with, uh, with that, Anthony Hopkins was the uh, winner for best actor. Um, you finally got to see the father the other day. Uh, I did, yes. You really enjoyed it, didn't you? It was, in yeah, it was amazing. I, I, I kind of. It was the one where, at the point of leading up to watching it, I was like, oh, "Can people just shut up about it?" Because I've just had enough of people talking about it. And then yeah. when I watched it, I was like, "Okay, I understand." You understand the yeah. I understand. Yeah, understand the hype behind it. Um, I think if this was a different year, the father would be. I'd say raking it all in, in my opinion. Uh, I.e., if um, if it's like, well, I'd say it's like this. You know, the year that the favorite came out, everyone was going mad about the favorite, but it didn't win the most awards. I don't think did it at the. No, it was nominated for tons, but it only really won actress and yeah, that kind of stuff. So um, there was that. Um, I'm trying to think what else now. Um, 
And then well, you also have um, Parasite that even though it won director and picture, it was yeah. wasn't nominated at all in the acting categories. That is true, actually. Yeah, it has um, even for the Oscars as well. Um, big things for one of the big things for me, um, Promising Young Woman. Um, she for the BAFTAs won uh, original screenplay and best British film, if I'm correct. That's the one. Uh, yeah, I think that was great. I think that was really good to see. Um, I mean, I, I love that. You know, I, I obviously I've talked about the film with you loads. To be fair, I really like the film. Um, yeah, it blows I, I me think away. To be honest, it's yeah, it's a great film. I can't knock it at all. No, I, I, the the rocks um, fan in me was was a, a bit upset though. I have to admit. I uh, a big fan. Oh, of the rocks. rocks! Yes, rocks. I thought you meant the rock, like Dwayne Johnson. Oh, the. <laughs> I was like, oh, was he? Um, yeah, no, you. I've still not seen it yet. It's still on my list. Uh, rocks, what we talked about last time, but um, I mean, she won for best newcomer. Oh, well, yeah, opera, didn't she? Yeah. So the deal was sweetened a little bit because Bucky Bakery won our um, rising star, which was perfect, wonderful. Yep. And that's voted by people as well, so that's... Yeah, uh, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a massive effect there. Um, what I mean, we said it wasn't a massive shocker, but, like, it was still a little bit of a shocker when we before we started recording. Um, Frances McDormand winning for uh, Nomad's Land. She's not mm-hmm. really won for anything uh, as of yet. Uh, has she, if you think about it realistically, uh, in, in regards to this year, not no one's really said, oh, Frances McDormand for lead actress. Um, it's not really been talked about, has it? I don't think it has. I've not really heard. I don't think there's been a year where literally every every nominee in the Best Actress category is pretty much on level peg in. Yeah. Like it could literally be any of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, even with the Oscar, could be anyone. Uh, but, yeah, she won for the BAFTA. I mean, there's me as well thinking that... Um, see, I, I was uh, going to say that... Um, oh, my gosh, what's... Um, why am I uh, drawing a blank on names? Promising young woman. Um, Carrie Mulligan. She wasn't actually, I'm looking at it now. I don't think she was even nominated for the BAFTAs. Not at the BAFTAs, no. No, so that's why maybe she didn't win. Maybe that's why Frances McDormand did win because that's her, that, for me, that's, I'm seeing how that's her main competitor at the moment. Do you not think? Like, Yeah, it was something to do with the new, because they've changed the way they do the balloting and the votes at the BAFTAs. Okay. Um, and Kerry Mulligan got left out due to that. I can't. I don't know the exact details, but yeah, in That's any crazy. other year, she'd have she'd have been involved. Oh well, I didn't. Uh, That's that's crazy. I didn't see that uh, coming in the slightest. To be honest. Um, one of the other big ones, I think, it's a weird one as well because again, um, it's a bit like I feel like uh, Maria Balaklova and uh, Yun Jun. I can't pronounce her name. Uh, I'm gonna absolutely butcher it. Uh, from you drink young yep uh i feel like they're on par a little bit for the oscars as well and uh, obviously she mm-hmm. won the bafta so that was uh quite good other than that nothing else is uh massively uh shocking about the the baftas but the baftas were on and uh they were good i mean they split into two days i found that a bit weird i don't know about you but yeah. uh yeah it was different i i really liked the fact that because on the first night they gave out six awards and it was kind of like the behind the scenes stuff the hair and makeup and the special effects and all that kind of stuff and yeah it was it was kind of like a magazine type show where, you know, there was contributors and when they talking about the specific award, they went through each nominee and talked yeah. about each nominee in, in kind of a, a little bit of detail. It was like a breath of fresh air. It was really nice. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Um, well, let's, let's jump onto the Oscars then, I suppose. Um, 
I know you, your ones have gone in between. You said quite a bit here and there. Um, I'm trying to find an actual full list of, of everything that's been nominated, but everything keeps coming up online with adverts, which is horrendous. You want um, me to um, send you the link to the OS to the Oscars website? Yeah, if you've got it. Um, but I mean, we'll talk a little bit in regards. I suppose I've got one here: visual effects. Um, yep. In regards to visual effects, we've got. Um, Love and Monsters, The Midnight Sky, Mulan, The One and Only Ivan, and Tenant. Um, is this a glam, um Is this a grand slam for Tenant? Is Tenant just going to win this? Like, do you think? I think that's probably uh, the right judgment on that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you know? But, you know, I hate saying Chris... it. I just wasn't a massive fan of Tenant. I just feel like. It oh was... really? You've never told me that. Oh no, no, I just I, I don't, don't know. Think... I saw it in the cinema and it was all right. But I tell you what, I'm so glad it's not nominated for anything like. I hope it's not nominated for anything like sound because that sound was awful, mate. There's a part where I think they're on a boat or something like that. They're on like a one of those sea. I don't know those yacht things going really fast, and you can't hear anyone. They just get the sound completely messed up. I, I don't know. I just wasn't a fan of it. I, I don't mind Christopher Nolan. I mean, I'm not a fan of Interstellar. I think Interstellar's a piece of garbage, to be honest. But uh, like, <laughs> that's a conversation for another. For another that's episode. a conversation for another time. Although I've only <laughs> seen Interstellar once, and I just, I just, it was like a midnight screening, and it was just a bit long, and I was a bit tired, so maybe I need to rewatch it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I wasn't a fan of Tenant, to be fair. Although looking at uh, the nominations for visual effects. Um, I saw Love and Monsters and I enjoyed Love and Monsters. Uh, I've not seen Mulan. The Midnight Sky was all right. I don't know about visual effects. So I don't really know what stands out for visual effects in that. Time. All I'm saying is Christopher Nolan didn't crash an actual real life plane into an aircraft hangar yeah. for nothing. Do you know I what suppose, I mean? So, I suppose so, yeah. So I suppose even though I'm not a fan of it, I think that's going to win. So I'll put, I'm going to put that down as a winner. I'm gathering that that's who you think is going to win as well. That's my, my bet, yeah. Okay, uh, win. Okay, um, production design. Um, we're looking at Father, Father, uh, My Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, News of the World, Tenant again. Um, realistically, uh, you've seen the film, so you know what I'm talking about here in regards to how it fucks with your mind. Uh, the father should, in my opinion, win this because the production design and that is just like I felt like I was having, um, I felt like I was going through the exact same thing that Anthony Hopkins' character was going through. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I understand that completely. Yeah. Um, it's very cleverly done. Realistically, who's going to win this? Um, the, the no, Mank, Mank, sorry, Mank probably. Mank will win production design. Yeah, yeah. Um, if we're to kind of go off award trends. Um, you know, off the back of the Globes, um, the Critics' Choice Awards and the BAFTAs yeah. and stuff, that that's yeah. where it's been winning. So it'll probably go on and take that. Who, sure. would you, who would you want to win if you could choose someone? Um, I think I think you're right about the father. I think the father is incredibly deserving of the that award. Um, but I, I was also a big fan of Marini's Black Bottom as well. Yeah. The, the production design on that. Yeah. Because I mean, it's mainly just set in one room, isn't it? Really? Well, one location, really. So mm-hmm. The way they do that exactly. again, again is uh, is uh, is really good. Um, yeah. So I, I've got my one down for that. Um, hair and makeup. Um, this one I find quite interesting. And the reason I find it interesting is so, firstly, we've got the Hillbilly. I can't even think what what's this film called again? Hillbilly. Hill, Hillbilly Elegy. 
Now this film got slandered mm-hmm. for not just the way, Completely. not just the way it looks, but just in regards to acting. So why <laughs> this is nominated as well is just beyond. I mean, I've not seen the film, so I shouldn't really slander it. But I mean, it got I mean, destroyed in the review. Uh-huh. Have you ever seen? Have you seen pictures of Glenn Close and yeah, Amy Adams from that film? Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't. It looks weird. They're unrecognizable. It's very strange. Yeah, very strange. Um, hair and makeup. Um, Mank again. I think realistically will win, but again, it would be nice if My Rainey's uh, Black Bottom would win. Because... I I actually think that My Rainey's Black Bottom is going to win. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Um. Again, those award trends. You know, it, it if kind of. If they went elsewhere, they kind of pick up steam, and that takes it over to the, to you know, to the. Okay, the I think I'm going to join you on that because I—that's I, the one that I would want to win anyway. To be honest, um, yeah. I, I just thought they all—I mean, they all look incredible in my rainy's white bottom. I think, yeah, just no, I really, agree. Really, really, really good. It's really, really well done. Okay, we've got, uh, we've got to talk about uh, international film. Uh, just want to double check yeah. here with international. Um, it's like the most important oh, international feature. So, if I'm correct on international feature film, um, Mirani's uh, Mirani's not nominated. Minani, no, sorry. It, it's not. No, that's nominated over in Best Picture. Oh, so is that why they've done that then? Yeah, I, I'm not like quite sure whether because of obviously last year's where Parasite won Best Picture and Best International Beach Film. I don't know whether they were like, you know, if we're going to nominate a film in Best Picture, we won't nominate an international feature. I'm not quite sure how they've they've kind of changed their ideas on that. Um, Another round is going to win, I think, personally. I think you're probably Uh, right, yeah. um, Have you seen the film yet at all? No, it's one that I had, and I'm so, I've I've said this so many times to people, I had a chance to watch it in uh, back in October and I I was busy and I will forever hate myself for it because literally all I have seen since is everybody going on about how good it is. Um, I saw it the other day, uh, going into it, not re- I knew a little bit about the film, but not a lot. Uh, and I left really enjoying it and having, um, uh, having a sense that I would like to go and party with Mads Mikkelsen as well as dance with him because uh, not to give any spoilers, but he has some fucking awesome dance moves, mate. Like <laughs> they're insane. Like I, it's one of my, it's one of my most unexpectedly weirdly favorite endings to a film in a while. <laughs> well, I know when, um, cause obviously it won international feature at uh, the BAFTAs yeah. and Thomas Vinterberg's speech started with, I had a sneaky suspicion you Brits would like a film about drinking. And it's like, it's literally so true. It's just true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I really enjoyed that film. I would be happy if it won. Um, So, so far, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with uh, the, the kind of winning for it. Um, Getting on to film editing. This is one where it starts to get difficult. I think the reason mm-hmm. this is, is I have an argument for nearly what every one of these. Firstly, I'm going to jump on the father and then obviously let me know what you think. The father is so expertly edited. Um, I can't stop talking about the father. I've really enjoyed it. It's so expertly edited. This film mm. is about someone that is suffering with dementia. This yeah. film is so superior, um, superiorly edited 
that it makes you, the viewer, feel the exact same way I feel like a patient that's dealing with dementia would feel. I mean, mm-hmm. what, do, what do you think, mate? Like, yeah, no, I completely. I feel like we need to preface this with like we're going to be talking about spoilers. Yeah, so from now on, we will be talking about spoilers <laughs> in regards to the film. We'll try and keep as less spoilery as possible, but we'll add. We're going to have to be talking about spoilers because it is Oscar stuff. Um, so we'll give you a little bit of warning ahead of time. So for the father, we're going to talk a little bit about spoilers now. Um, because, I mean, so the film, Alex, is it's filmed in sort of what? Uh, it makes you feel like it's filmed in like two, three days, but it's like filmed in like, what, a year, six months, two years? It's over the space of a lot longer than you realise, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. And the the way that it's edited is just, like you, like you said, it's, inc- it's just superior. Like, yeah. <clears throat> there are, you know shots that are built up and built up and built up and then it cuts yeah and it and then your mind's just absolutely blown and you're like oh my god what's going on kind of thing yeah it's expertly done yeah no, I, I agree i mean like um I, I i knew what the film was but i didn't know what i was getting myself into when i watched it uh the fact that they do this so the way this is the way i've described it and it confuses people but i feel like it's the right way to describe it because you've seen it it's a film that's filmed in uh, it's a film that's filmed in one location but not filmed in one location mm-hmm. if you get what i mean so like yeah. and, and that's the best way to describe it without kind of giving away spoilers in my opinion um jumping on then from that to nomad's land again i mean she's i can see you're wearing a, a top with her name on it i'm pretty sure yeah. right now. <laughs> i oh, see this because it'll be a podcast but alex has got a nomad's land i think top on at the moment um so massive uh you're, you're this is this is you to the end isn't it? nomad's land repping this is your queen par- this is your parasite isn't it this like, is it, it yeah, is yeah, yeah yeah every year there's gonna be there's gonna be one i think for you i think and this will be a trend um nomad's land i mean look um, I loved. I did like Nomad's Land a lot. It's not my favorite out of the Oscar stuff. It really isn't. I think that's because one that really touched me early on was Sound of Metal, just because there was something about it that just made me really relate to the character, uh, dealing yep. with like the love of music, which I, I love music myself. I absolutely love it. But dealing <laughs> with you know, losing that. I like Nomad's. I love Nomad's a lot. I think her editing is 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 very you know superior, especially as you know her job was to you know edit right direct you know um so you know i wouldn't be surprised if she won personally um but i feel like they're going to reserve her for if she is going to win anything she's going to be reserved where i feel like if she wins best film editing she might not win best director that's an interesting yeah hypothesis i think you could be right yeah Uh, but i but again as you said i don't think she is gonna win in in film editing no, which I mean, I'm kind of I'm fine with if that means that you know she's gonna take some other awards in the night. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can't fault it. You know, she's already got a massive job on her hands, writing the thing, directing the thing, but then to you know go into post production and edit it yourself because you're very critical like... of your own work. I would say, yeah. Oh then, God, like, yeah. You're, you're the worst critic to yourself. And I just think that like Nomadland is like a. I describe it as like a river. It's very flowy yeah. and very kind of, you know, th- there are scenes that are very prolonged and can you, you, I, as f- you feel the length of a scene in Nomadland, but yeah. in a good way. Yeah. And that's just testament to yeah. 
how Chloe Zhao's cut the film off. It's just mm. it's really really good. Um, one of the other ones I wouldn't be I personally wouldn't be overly surprised at, even though it doesn't stand out for editing. Promising young woman. Uh, you know, it has good editing. Um, and personally, I like the score to Promising Young Woman, so I'd be more happy if if that you know that weird Britney Spears remix that we got <laughs> I, I i really enjoyed it personally i thought it it worked very well but i like britney so like you know like i'm a I'm, i've got i'm a sucker for britney spears to be fair early britney spears so. it, it was a it was a great choice of song because it's one that everyone instantly recognizes yeah. and yeah it's it's like the ultimate revenge song as well i mean we'll it talk really more is. about it yeah um when it you know when we come to score and stuff but yeah 100 yeah. percent um what the what one I can see really grabbing it is uh, Sound of Metal. I mean, Sound of Metal is just edited perfectly. Like, and then and then Bye. this is this is the film that I said that touched me earlier on in the, in the Oscar races. I, I, I saw a trailer for it. I think nearly a year ago now, and I was like, this film looks fucking amazing. And then I saw it, and then I was like, this film is more than fucking amazing. Uh, <laughs> so maybe I'm a little bit more your biased like i suppose like you are with nomads land like this is my nomads land i i really like sentimental and i'd like it on the day that it would sweep and and riz ahmed would win best actor i'd go mad i'd be like yes but uh, it's not going to happen i'm just having to accept it to be honest i i mean i completely agree i think sentimental is going to take this award um another just expertly edited film michael G. nielsen just does a, a really really amazing Incredible. job incredible i i could see i can see from this uh a lot of the uh, editors in the, in these awards getting picked up for some big films uh coming mm, up to yeah because they really really showing their a game uh truthfully i think as well uh one of the ones that could sneak in there could be the trial of the chicago seven could actually sneak in there and and win it because the the, the film editing i enjoyed the film editing and the the, the kind of telling of the story that Shash Baron Cohen does. I mean, I don't want it to win best film editing. And I know you don't 100% know that you don't want, to want it to win. <laughs> I want Sound of Metal to win or The Father. Those are the two that I'd be really, really happy with. Um, in regards to what I'm going to go for, I'm going to go for Sound of Metal on a bias kind of thing to win because I really yeah. want it to win. Uh, I'm... Because, you know, when it comes to the Oscars and stuff, when awards win in the, te- you know, like in, when films win in the technical categories, yeah. they tend to win in groups. And we'll obviously talk more about yeah. another category later on to do with Sound of Metal. But I feel like those two categories for Sound of Metal just yeah. completely like complement each other. Yeah. And that, you know, how you, one can't work without the other, basically. Yeah. It, it reminds me of the days, which I, the day that I loved where Mad Max was the biggest winner at the Oscars. Uh, which was just the best fucking thing in the world, to be honest. <laughs> it really was like so kind of like not what the Oscars normally go for in the slightest. But I'm so glad they finally gave credit where credit's due uh, to a, an amazing film. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a couple that I'm not going to really talk about in regards to documentaries because I'll tell you something, I've not seen a single documentary this year. I've just not had the time. I have, but I haven't seen any of the Oscar nominated ones. Oh, have you not? No. Ah. So do you feel like there's ones you've seen that you feel like should have been nominated? Um, maybe next year. Yeah. Because I've watched some that haven't actually officially been released yet, which are very, very good. Um, so, yeah. You'll have I to share keep, some with me. Keep an eye out. Oh, look forward to. Uh, cinematography. Now, this is the one that I think is going to... This is the one that I think is going to um, really make a uh, question a lot of people. So... I think it's going to go to Mank, personally. There's no question. 
for me on this one. No it's question gonna go to no whatsoever. Man's land, think. Yeah, it has to. How you can't that this is I'm gonna I'm gonna get really passionate now, but like uh, go go go. Out of all of the nominees, like they're all brilliantly shot. Yeah. Bar trials shag or seven, sorry. Um they're all brilliantly shot. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll stop <laughs> shitting on that now. Uh, they're all brilliantly shot, but I just don't know how you can look at all of those nominees and not go, Nomadland is the most beautifully shot out of them all. I just Because I personally think that Hollywood love themselves so much that um, they'll look at Mank and think, oh my God, old Hollywood. Oh my God, old award shows. Oh my God, old Citizen Kane. And they will give Mank the award. I feel like if they were going down that route this year, it'd be sweeping, but it's not. So, yeah, I don't. Know. I mean, this is the thing. I think that Nomadland's going to get like the bigger awards. Will it get cinematography? Mm, I don't know. I, I, I honestly feel like on the day it's going to come down to that and Mank. I really do. Uh, the better. The, I mean, realistically, what's the better shot film? Uh, Nomadland. Realistically, out of the two. Um, yeah. But I, 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 I'm going to personally put my bet on Mank. Do I want Mank to win? No, but... Um, I well, just, you're just thinking. It could, it I'm, just, could. I'm just thinking, like, there's that possibility that it could win. Um, That's fair. In regards to costume design, I don't know a lot about this because I've not seen a lot of the films. So the only two films I've seen is Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and Mank. Uh, I've not seen Mulan. Not seen that creepy Pinocchio film. It looks honestly <laughs> so creepy. I've not seen that Emma. Uh, in a normal day and age, I'd probably say Emma will win just because of the period um, piece. And it's it's great that Emma has been nominated because the costumes in that film are exquisitely crafted. Like they are just yeah incredible. But there's, I mean, it just the costumes but, in Marini's Black Bottom are just amazing. Yeah, yeah and I, again. I, Again, with this one, I feel like it's going to come down to my Rainey's back bottom, Mank and Emma, to be honest. I think I think it's going to be um, be my Rainey's black bottom, yeah. if I'm being honest. I find it, um, I don't know. I'm going to have to come back to that one and choose one because I don't know because I generally feel like it's either that or Mank. Um, sound. Uh, we've talked about it a little bit before already. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we've got uh, Greyhound. We've got Mank. We've got News of the World. News of the World has been nominated a fair few times for a film that has really gone under the radar uh, that I've not watched yet. Um, I'm surprised they haven't like uh, secretly just like given Tom Hanks a nomination like they normally do. <laughs> like I love Tom Hanks, so like I have nothing to complain about Tom Hanks. But I always see him just get a nomination. I'm like, do you even know you're in a film this year, mate? Like, um... <laughs> I think you know, coming off the back of like. An, an award season last year where you know there were a lot of wasted nominations like yeah. Margot Robbie at the BAFTAs getting nominated twice in one category. I think they've kind of gone into this year going, Yeah, we need to nominate, not she do got that. nominated for once for Hollywood. What else should he get nominated for? Uh, Bombshell. Oh, I remember that. That was the weirdest thing. Yeah, that was so like, weird. You know, people from actors and actresses from The Farewell and Parasite were right there, but no. Nominate Margot Robbie twice, why don't you? Just you know. Oh yeah, the fair, that, that fair makes world sense. was a big one last year. Still haven't got around to that yet, and I've been it's been on my list for ages, so um, that will be happening soon. Um, sound, so yeah, we've got uh, Greyhound, Mank, News of the World, Soul, and Sound of Metal. Uh, if Sound of Metal wasn't in that category, Soul would probably pick that up. I'm not going to lie, uh, yeah, which would be awesome. But Sound of Metal is going to win that. Like Sound of Metal, hands down. I only watched it for the first time. Um, 
couple of days ago. Yeah. Uh, you, came out. Enjoy it? Yeah. It, yeah, I did a lot. Um, I really, it was, it was very um, good. I'll get when we get on supporting actor. I'm going to say my opinion because um, I have a strong opinion about a supporting actor. Um, yeah, this is what I was talking about when I was talking about film editing and sound. Like yeah. the reason that Sound of Metal is going to win both of those awards, in my opinion, is because they they're like, you know, they go together like Ant and Deck yeah. and Fish and Chips. Although. Um, Baby Metal didn't get nominated, did it? Do you remember the year that Baby Metal didn't get nominated for any Oscars? Um, and it realistically yeah. should have... I mean, Town mm. I mean, of Metal going to win, but I remember the time where they absolutely snubbed Baby Metal when it should have won, like, mm. majority of sound stuff, but... Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you know, the sound, it's revolutionary, I yeah, think. I, I, I completely agree with you. I think it's incredible. I think the way that they do that, they do the sound in Sound of Metal is... I mean, it's it's just so disorientating, yeah. which it's meant to be, and yeah. yeah, it's just so well done. I watched it with headphones on, oh, which wow. somehow really enriched the experience. I can imagine that would, because it was going straight into my ears. So I yeah. was like, "This this is how he's feeling." Yeah, this is this is what he is hearing. I am wow. hearing what what he is. Hearing. It was just yes, insane. I can imagine. Wow. Um, original. So okay, next one. Original score. I'm having trouble with this one because song oh, yeah. I feel like could win uh, very easily. But then you know, the original score, Die Five Bloods, is a great score. Uh, oh, I didn't realize that Promising Young Woman wasn't yeah. nominated in this. No, I didn't. It was either. nominated um, at the Baftas. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Now, um, I don't know. I mean, um, Minari is a really good score as well. It's incredible how Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross are nominated twice because <laughs> they scored two of the films that are nominated this year. That's incredible. I'm looking so, at it now. Oh my god, they did, didn't they? Man Can Soul. Man Can Soul, yeah. Uh-huh. Um I don't know who's gonna win this, mate. I who who are you thinking? Soul, hands yeah, down. Yeah, I think it's so as well, maybe. one of the most clever original imaginative scores in recent memory yeah it's just insane because not only does it completely encompass the just the mystifying love that surrounds jazz but it also go you know like when the the story goes to the great beyond and yeah. the great before it, it mixes in that kind of electronic yeah music as well and it's yeah. just Stuck together just so well, and it yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I couldn't, I couldn't give it to anything else. Uh, original song. Uh, why the fuck Eurovision Song Contest film has been nominated? I'm sorry if you like this film, but I really, really don't like this film. <laughs> I have you seen it? Yeah, I just it yeah, doesn't make any sense. It doesn't really make any sense to me, to be honest. Like, I like Will. Fer I, I actually do really like Will Ferrell, but I didn't laugh at the film once. So I don't know whether it's because I watched this film at a time where some bad shit was happening in my life, but I, I like absolutely love it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and especially this song, like I could listen to this. So I could listen to Husevik. Like, do you think it will every, win all day, every day? It could, it really could. I honestly looking at all of the nominees, I really couldn't tell you. I know. Um, <clears throat> There's nothing that stands uh, out this year. There's no like, Disney or Frozen song or like, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Anna, there's no, 
I think happy because oh, you're happy. Did you? There's none of that like this year, is there? That's true. I think I'm thinking that a scene from the life ahead might take it just because that won at the Golden Globes. But again, the Golden Globes isn't really that much to go off because no, it's, it's not, the difference it? between 84 people and a thousand. So there's always going to be a difference of opinion uh, in sample size. I honestly think that Husevic could take it just because of how yeah. good of a song it is. I like, think it will take it just because of, I, I mean, I don't think it's an amazing song person in my opinion, but. But then I also love Speak Now from One Night in Miami. I think Leslie Odom Jr. is yeah. just insane. I, I I'm going to go, I'm going to go a bit uh, out the radar. I want to go for One Night in Miami for my bet, to be fair. My original um, prediction went to speak now, but I don't know whether to change that to Husevic now. I'm not sure. You're on the fence at the moment. Yeah, between those two, I'm not. I might. I'll probably end up changing it on the day. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Original screenplay. This is this is this is the this is it. Yeah. We original screenplay. This is the one that um is going to be interesting. And the reason I think it's going to be interesting is because I sort of do feel like it's anyone's game. Uh, I originally went in there thinking that Aaron Sorkin was going to win this because uh, it's Aaron Sorkin. And again, I like the trial of Chicago 7. I know it's not your uh, mm-hmm. not your bag, let's say. Uh, I mean, look, I have to say, I don't mind it as a film. Like, there are worse films. I'll, I'll give it that. Yeah. But I think when in a year where there are other films that are so bold and so creative and are made by, you know, underrepresented voices and all of that kind of stuff. I think yeah. Aaron Sorkin just needs to stand on the sidelines for once. Do you know what I mean? He's kind of had his his glory. And I mean, yeah. you know, he can, he can continue to have it. he get nominated, whatever. But when you've got all of these original, rich, wonderful stories that have never been told before, yeah, I just feel like the, the limelight deserves to go to other people. Yeah, I do see, I do see where you come from in a way. Um, uh, okay, so this is who this is how this is it. So, I would like personally, uh, I'd be happy with The Sound of Metal or Promising Young Woman or um, I can I still I can never pronounce this Minari. Minari, yeah, yeah, I would be happy with either of those three winning. I really would. Mm-hmm. What I think it's going to come down to, I think Promising Young Woman is going to nick it. Yeah. I think it's going to win. I think I agree with you on that one. Um, I'd be happy if it does. Yeah, I mean... Um, but I would it's... like the Sound of Metal to win in, in a way, because I just think, I think I think it's just such... I don't know, it just the, the story, the, the way that the story is told just really has... I don't know, this I... heart to it. Well, the thing is... Uh, you know, promising young woman just in of itself is controversial because of the subject matter. Yeah, but I also think that there is something inside of metal that is going to hinder it from taking this award. Okay. Um, Amazon. No, that's no metal. <laughs> oh wait, yeah. I mean, it been streaming. We're, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about that. Yeah. later the Nomadland because yeah. there's some Nomadland discourse right now on Twitter, which is really boiling my blood. Anyway, um. There is a real, um, and I saw this because after whenever I watch a film, I go on Letterboxd and review, uh, put you know, put a rating in, yeah, yeah. diarize my film, and then I read a couple of reviews, like user reviews, and one of them uh, was a person who was uh, deaf who had gone through the surgery that 
Riz Ahmed's character goes through in the film. Yep. Um, and obviously, in Sound of Metal, there it's pretty much a vehement denial of going down that route, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like yeah. the the film basically says, if you do that, you're not you, you know you're not a worthy deaf person. Yeah, yeah. It, it really kind of it it paints deafness as something that isn't meant to be cured if yeah. it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Um. And I read this person's really incredibly justified piece saying that you yeah. know it's really it's kind of a really dangerous thing to to kind of um represent, which I think yeah. is completely fair. Not saying that it's any worse of a film because of that. I just think it's a valid criticism and yeah. I think maybe one of the reasons that it might it won't take this award. I mean, I, I can't see the criticism, criticism completely. I did see that element to the film, but I think, and again, we'll get into this when we talked about supporting actors. I think the way that Paul Racy did it, portrayed that issue, I just think, like, Paul Racy is, uh, if it was any other year, mate, like, Paul Racy would I personally think would win, per, like really. Uh, mm-hmm. well, we will get onto the supporting actor in a bit, but uh, yeah, of course. Um, I love it. I think it's, I think it's so good. Uh, are you going for? Pro- are you thinking promising your woman for original screenplay then as well? I am, and it'll be quite the achievement as well if she does, because you know, feature debut. Yeah, it's just a, a, incredible. Yeah, I'd be really, I'd be really happy if um, um, if she won. I'd be really, really happy if she won. Yeah. Um, we're going to go into one adapted screenplay. Now, I know yes. that you're, I, I'm gathering you want, I'm gathering you want <laughs> and also uh, definitely think that No Man's Land is going to win. I, yeah, I, I think, well, I think Borat's going to win. The BAFTAs throw me for a loop. Well, who did the BAFTAs? They did the father, did they? The father would adapted screenplay at the BAFTAs, which is why I'm kind of now thinking. Actually, maybe that race isn't so secure for. I think Borat is going to win. I think Borat might win. I think Borat is going to come out because it, it won. What did it win? It won. Um, well, it, it won a few, Choice or yeah, Maria Bakalova won Supporting Actress at the Critics' Choice Awards, and so uh, they, they definitely won. won they won for adapted screenplay on something on the award show on the. Did award they actually? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Hundred percent. Have a look at that. Hundred percent because. I remember uh, Sasha Bowen Cohen talking about it, um, but um, yeah, I, I think Bright could sneakily get it. I'm not gonna lie, um, mm. just because it's I don't know, like I can't describe it. It's just exactly what everyone wanted and needed. Um, so it won best motion picture at the Golden Globes. Uh, Maybe maybe it didn't win anything else. Oh, I thought yeah. uh, I was under the thought that maybe it did. Um, maybe yeah. It didn't. See, I was wondering because I, I know it won obviously comedy at the Golden Globes and it won actor. Yeah. Um, but I did. I just didn't. It's to be fair, it's won thirty four awards, which is pretty. Um, yeah, impressive. Pretty impressive, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I, could, I mean, I, like I said, it might, it probably won't, but it'd be quite uh, interesting to see if that went under the radar and just won. Um, uh, again, the father, I'd like to win. Do you know what? I don't think there's a single script on here that I wouldn't want to win. Really, Borat's good script. Uh, the father's good script. No Man's good script. One Night in Miami is a really good script. So there's the white, the white tiger as well. Um, do you know? I would like the. I would like. One Night in Miami to win this, to be honest, realistically, uh, because it's a really solid script. 
Um, yeah, I love it. I completely love it. And Kent Powers, who wrote the original play as well. I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah, he's really great. Uh, realistically, it's going to come down to No Man's Land and the Father, maybe. Um, I'm going to probably put my bet on the Father. Yeah, I'm just going to, you know, my bias is kicking in on this one. I'm just going to go with Nomad Land. I mean, how I just think that the way that Chloe Zhao made the film seem like a documentary yeah. and how well, you know, that was done. I just thought, yeah, too, too, too good for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. The script, the script's good. Uh, and I think it might it might win on night, but you know it, it's it's not like I want the father to win. Like I said, I would like one night in Miami to win, but it, I just don't think it is going to. Mm. Um, a, a best animated feature, the film that's going to win is is Soul. Um, yeah, the film, no... you, the film that you feel like should win, I'm gathering, is Wolf Walkers. No, no, no. I oh, really, I think, I think that Wolf Walkers deserves a conversation. Ah, but I mean, I'm Soul all the way. <laughs> I'm a Disney shill, but you know. Yeah. I mean, like, I oh, look, Soul's going to win it. What would I choose? I would choose Onward, personally. Um, mm -hmm. But I know Soul's going to win, so I'm, I'm not going to be stupid. I'm going to put my bet on Soul, to be honest. But yeah, um, Soul will win. Um, getting into it now, getting into the nitty gritty of the things. nitty gritty. Um, supporting actress. Um, do you know what? I would have said going into this that um, Maria. Uh, oh no, sorry. I was saying going into this without knowing who's won any other awards. Olivia Coleman might be a bit of a uh, issue because obviously they love Olivia Coleman. Her performance yeah. is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and then you've got Maria Bakalova that's been winning stuff though. Olivia Coleman's not been winning stuff. Um, Yu Jun Yun. Did I get that right this time? You did, you did, yeah. She's yeah. been winning stuff. Um, but one conversation we will have was the favourite for ages back in back when the Oscars talk started was Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, uh, um, I think she was... I, I just think the conversation died down, you know? Yeah, massively. Um, and that's that's just where it, where it kind of left. Um, uh, and then obviously when Borat came out and then, you know, Minari and stuff, it, it, they just kind of... I feel like Maria Bakalova has had the complete benefit of just like the com the complete attention of everyone yeah. on like social media and stuff. Yeah. Because even if they ha even if people haven't been talking about like they think she should win, they've been talking about it because she's nominated just because she's nominated. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree completely. Um, one of the ones we will talk about snubs now. Actually, the ones I found really weird uh, was. Jodie Foster uh, got nominated for the Mauritanian Mauritanian back at the Golden Globes and won. Yes. Um, Rosamund Pike got nominated for uh, I Care A Lot and won. Personally, two really good performances, two things that stand out about the films. Um, I'm not seeing, again, I've not seen this Hillbilly uh, film, but Glenn Close, is that just... Is that just to nominate Glenn Close for the sake of nominating Glenn Close a little bit? Like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's the Oscars love Glenn Close. It's, it's she's pretty much the Meryl Streep of the Oscars now. Yeah, uh, and until she wins, she will be. And you know, for as long as she's doing films, she'll she'll, she'll be, be nominated. Um, one thing I do want to talk about, which we, which I know a lot of people do always think, why the fuck are they being put in that category? 
Olivia Coleman is the lead actress in The Father. Amanda Seyfried is the lead actress in, in but The Father. It, it's... Um, no, I, I mean, I think that she, she is in the in the right place because... Oh, yeah, no, the, 100%. The, the character is a supporting role. Uh, what what I think it is, is I know I, I watched a video about this the other day and it's, they'll put, so they'll put someone forward basically. So then again, I can't exactly be talking about this. And then when we go on to supporting actor, because that is some tomfoolery. I yeah. mean, and we will talk about that. We'll get onto that just now, but we've, we've, so apparently this is the way they do things. So they only get one choice to put someone forward for one thing. Yeah. They can't choose multiple things. And then it works on the vote sort of thing. So obviously with that, people are just going safe. In regards to who's going to win on the day, um, do you know, I'm going to go um, Maria Bakalova. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I think she I th- might win. I think she's got a chance for sure. There's definitely, it's between her and Yi Jun Kyun. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. So I mean, it could it could literally be. Although either. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest if they end up getting it to going close, and everyone's oh like, sakes. "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> I suppose that's an incredibly Oscar things to happen. So yeah, it wouldn't um, surprise me. Best actor in a supporting role. Okay, right. we'll what's get... going on in this category? <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about this category uh, as well. <laughs> Paul Racy, incredible, deserves to be nominated hundred percent. I personally think. I think Riz Ahmed is incredible in it. I think. <clears throat> I think Paul Racy is one of the best things about Sound of Metal. I think. It, I think if it was any other year, Paul Racy would win, hundred percent. If it was, <laughs> if it was any other year, Paul Racy would win. Uh, in regards to what the fuck's going on in this category. I don't understand why there's two people from Judas and the Black Messiah have both been nominated. Who's who's the lead? Who is the lead? Yeah, it's you know, like like the two main characters in Judas and the Black Messiah are Lakeith Stanfield, who is in the title Judas, and Daniel Kaluuya, who is in the title The Black Messiah. Yep. Which one of the like? Which one of the characters but, is the lead? They've done. They've done again. They've done it to be safe. They've done it to be safe. It just um, makes no sense. It's ridiculous. Um, and then again for <laughs> One Night in Miami, Leslie uh, Odum, is that unpronounced? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really good in it, but I don't think he's a standout performance in the film. No, but, I think yeah, the guy that uh, plays Malcolm X is Ben. Is it what's his name again? Sorry, Ben Kingsley Benadire. Yeah, he's incredible in the film, and I think isn't he a newcomer as well? Yeah, fairly. He's absolutely incredible in the film. And, and yep. that's the one that stands out for me. I know you're not a massive fan of Trial of Child 7, but one thing I will say, when I did see the film, the one thing that stood out for me was Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, and I watched mm-hmm. like I watched stuff afterwards about the guy he played, Abby uh, Kaufman, uh, in regards to interviews and stuff like that. And he's exactly like the guy. Yeah. Like, spit an image like the guy. It's just, it's mad. And, and again, I think any other year, Sasha Baron Cohen would win. And I would be really happy if Sasha Baron Cohen win because I think that man does deserve an Oscar. Because I think I think he's an I think he's an awesome actor. Uh, who's realistically going to win this year? Do you know what I would say, Daniel Kalu- Kaluuya? But do you know what I I honestly think it I honestly think it could even be it will be between him and Sashbone Cohen. Still, I really do. The weird thing is, is that um, with Lakeith being in there, he could split the vote that Daniel Kaluuya would have just had ha- yeah. hands hands down. Yeah, which means that somebody else could go over the line before Daniel does, um, which will be incredibly sad because he's had a rip roar in award season. Yeah. You know, yeah. won pretty much everywhere. Um, so it'd be terribly sad if he didn't get the Oscar because, I mean, you know, 
as I've mentioned before on this podcast, Daniel Clue, you're getting nominated for Get Out and not winning. Crime yeah. against humanity. Yeah. Um, so he's long overdue. Is is Oscar Gong? Paul, um, uh, Paul Racy for you, mate. What do you think? Like, I, I'm Raven, and I can't not stop raving about him. But like, what do you think? Like, he's great. Yeah. No, I I thought he was absolutely wonderful. But I just think that personally, that you know, Daniel Kaluuya gives the stronger performance in his piece. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's nothing against Paul Racy at all. Because no, no. he did a, a really great. So, job. Are you are you going for you're gonna your bet is to that, that Daniel Kaluuya will win. I'm gonna stick on him. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, uh, see, my one is I want Paul Racy to win, but I'm going to bet on Tash Bowen Cohen to win because I just yeah. feel like they're just going to give it to him. Like, um, yeah, I feel like if Borat doesn't win screenplay, then they'll give him that actress in a leading role. Um, this one uh, I find uh, a little bit strange, um, mainly because and these this is some of the, these are the two Oscar films I've not seen. I've not seen the United States versus Billy Holiday, which has seemed to be got really average reviews minus her acting role in it. Yep, yep. Uh, and I've not seen Pieces of a Woman um, just because it sounds like um, a film that I might not enjoy um, just from hearing about it from people. Uh, her performance is, Vanessa Kirby's performance in the film is um, quite something. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not. Yeah, the film itself, it, it doesn't really, doesn't really live up to the. Now, I'm going to double check my facts before I say well, the, in regards to um, winner of um, awards and stuff like that. Just want to double check quickly, actually. No, I know it. I know it in my head, actually. No. So, looking at actress, okay. Uh, yeah. In so regards. Is... Yeah. Sorry, mate. Gone. So this is the crazy thing about this year's awards like of all of them nominated apart from Vanessa Kirby they've all won a major award exactly what I was about to say uh I don't know what Kerry Mulligan's won I'm not 100 sure I'm sure you'll be able to find that for me maybe it was the yeah. choice or it was yeah, yeah. so Viola Davis Davis has won something yeah she won so Viola Davis won the SAG award Kerry yeah. Mulligan won critics Andrew Day won the Golden Globe and Francis McDormand obviously more recently just won the BAFTA BAFTA so who the fuck's going to win the Oscar? <laughs> I mean, like, I, I personally, I want Kerry Mulligan to win. And Kerry Mulligan, like we said earlier on, was not nominated for a BAFTA. Yeah. Um, yeah. If she was nominated for a BAFTA, would have I she think, won? Potentially, yeah. Potentially. Only, only the other universe that we don't live in, in the multiverse, yep. will know. Um, yep. Who's going to win? Um, I mean, look... I'm going to say a bit of a, maybe an unpopular opinion here. Viola Davis is good in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Is she the most standout thing about the film? Not in the slightest, personally. I think she's really good in it. If she won Best Actress, would I be happy? No, not really. I don't think like she. I don't feel like I don't feel like she should win Best Actress. She wasn't the thing that I did watch the film and think. Do you know what? She should definitely win uh, an award for that acting because. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I've seen her do roles like that before, and they were better. I personally think, for me, any award that Viola Davis can be given, just give it to her. Mm, I don't know, but then we get down that route that they would. They, I'm not comparing her to this person, by the way. So do not have a go at me. But they said the same about Kevin Spacey, and he won like two years in a row. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. then it's the same with Tom Hanks. At one point, it was just like, I love Tom Hanks. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Um, who do you think is going to win, mate? Um, 
Are you going for No Man's Land again? Um, no, I think it... I, so, Kerry Mulligan was on Saturday Night Live uh, the other weekend. And okay. I feel like, um, you know, because the Oscar voting is still open, it, you know, it's still happening as we speak. So, honestly, that could have given her just the extra edge. If, you know, if the, there was a mm. couple of Academy voters watching and, you know... They were I, I, my my bet's gonna be Carrie Mulligan. It's my one that I want her to. I want to win as well. So um, I think you could be right. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I would say Carrie Mulligan could take it, but I think in a, I suppose, in a more realistic note, it it Andrew probably... Day could come along and win. No, see, I don't <laughs> think that's realistic here. No, I don't think so either. But no, um, I think. More realistically, it could be Francis McDormand or Viola Davis. Yeah. It, honestly, I'd be happy between the three of them. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind too much, but I just, re- I, like I said to you last time when we talked about Promising Young Women, there's just something about that film that Kerry Mulligan just really delivers for me. Yeah. Um, actor. Uh, now, I know there's a massive snub that we both saw, we do agree with. Um, Del- Delroy Lindo. Um, it's is- just insane. Like um, Der Five Bloods, Del Rio Lindo. If you've not seen it yet, it is on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. Mm-hmm. Uh, Del Rio Lindo is just incredible in it. He's amazing. Really gives yeah. a standout performance in, in the film. Um, absolutely terrible omission. So but if you, yeah. I know who you're gonna, I know who you're gonna pick. I know who you're gonna pick. <laughs> if you could remove one actor from this and put Del Rio in it, who would you remove? Gary Oldman. Yeah, I think that's a lot of people's choices. So look, let's get jump straight into it. Gary Oldman's a complete no-go on this, realistically, isn't he? Would you say? Honestly, I could see the Oscars just giving it to him because, you know, he's won before. It's mank, like you said. They love wanking themselves off a little bit. <laughs> I, will you just break down if mank wins, just sweeps the awards? I'll, I, I would... Like I'll best director, nearest. best picture, best actor. Mank just comes in, wins it all. I've got a wall right next to me, and I'll be slamming my head into it. Yeah, oh. it can't happen. It no, I won't let it happen. Look, <laughs> I, I like Gary Oldman's really good in the film. Um, is the film Oscar worthy? No, not really. I don't think so. Um, in regards to acting, he was really, really good in the film. Um, Getting into actor, uh, I personally would be happy if Steve Yun, Anthony Hopkins, Chadwick Boseman, and Riz Ahmed, one of them won. I'd yeah. be really happy if one of them went in. Uh, again, after, I, don't, I don't know. After the BAFTA, I think there's more of a chance for Anthony Hopkins to win. And to be honest, considering that he's 83, he's in like the form of his life. It's yeah. one of the best performances he's ever given in a film. Well, The Guardian put it as number one. <laughs> It's just, it just yeah. is. It's literally objective, an objective I, fact that it's one of his best performances. I'm a little bit upset for Stephen because he's not getting any love and Minari's a wonderful film. Stephen Young is absolutely phenomenal in Minari and I, just I absolutely adore him. He's got no love for it. So I feel like he's just gone under the radar yeah. completely. I'm like, glad I feel he got like, the nomination. Yeah, I feel like Gary Oldman has more of a chance than Steve Stephen to win. Stephen to win, like... But why? Like, this, this Minari is an incredible film. And it's been like, I remember last year, a film festival season, Minari is the massive talk. Oh, this is going to win. This is going to win big. This is. Yeah. This is going to win big. At, this is going to win big at the Oscars. 
Well, unfortunately, and I mean, you know, the Minari's Oscar run is going to start and end with Yu Young Jun, I think. Yeah. Um, which is sad. But, you know, I, I think after Parasite winning last year, it's 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 good that it's, it's like, nominated. It, it's but... like the Oscars are done there. Oh, I've done my uh, my, oh. token, my token foreign film now. <laughs> yeah. I can move on now, basically, yeah. is what you're saying. That's um, pretty much, yeah, exactly. Look, exactly Cam- what it is. Chadwick Boseman was the big one to win for ages. Um, mm-hmm. Riz Ahmed, again, I don't think it's part of the conversation, which upsets me as well, because I think Riz Ahmed's awesome. I think Riz Ahmed's been awesome for fucking ages, and he's, he's now getting really appreciated. Like, I mean, I, personally... He should have been uh, looked at for Four Lines because Four Lines is an incredible piece of cinema, to be honest. But um, mm. is it going to come down to Chadwick Boseman and Anthony Hopkins on the day? Do you think? Yeah, definitely. Who are you definitely going between for? the two? I and again, like you were saying before, it's about it being a Heath Ledger moment, and I think it would be really, really sad at this point if he didn't. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm, I'm going to go for Chadwick Boseman. But this is the thing. Then, I- I'm not discounting Anthony Hopkins out of the race. I'm not discounting Chadwick Boseman's performance because I told you when I first saw the film, I really, really enjoyed the film. But Mm -hmm. I honestly do not think the Oscars would have nominated him if he hadn't passed away. And and this is not discrediting his performance. I think his performance is... I honestly... knowing Knowing what we know in regards to what he dealt with during his final days of his life... Yeah. uh, And the fact that he gave us the last performance, which I personally think is my favorite performance he's actually given. Um, I just feel like the Oscars It's the same. I just feel like that's what the Oscars are like. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not, this is not me saying that I don't think he should be nominated because I do think he should be nominated, but I honestly don't feel like they would have nominated him if he hadn't passed away. I and think, I feel like that shit. Do you, yeah, do, you, do, you get, do you get what I'm coming from? You definitely make a fair point for sure. I, I just think that because it's pretty much unanimous that his performance in that film is just completely electric. And it yeah. is, like you said, you know, the best. And it, I remember watching it and kind of going, ah, oh, shit, like this is, we're never going to see this again. And no. it was just so upsetting and disappointing because of how good it was. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's just sad. It's just so, yeah. it's such a sad situation. Sad. Really sad. Um, are, you, are you going for Chadwick Boseman? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick my guns on Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go for Anthony Hopkins just due to the the Baftas. It just shook, shook me a little bit. Um, yeah. Director, best director. Um, I know who you're going for straight away. You're going for Nomad's Land. I'm gathering. <laughs> yeah, you know me too well. Where, where realistically, David Finch is the one I'm taking. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, it's gonna be really funny if David Finch wins because you are absolutely gonna just. I will never watch an awards show ever again, and never <laughs> ever again. I just think that in the the year that we have had, and. <laughs> You know, <laughs> the amazing films, the amazing, yeah. the new directors. Like, it's just incredible because, you know, Chloe Zhao only directed two, three other feature films before Nomadland. Emerald Fennell, it's her first time. You know, Lee Isaac Chung, again, not too much. Thomas Vinterberg's fairly new on the scene as well. Okay, and so... It, and then and then you're going to give it to David Fincher, like, read The Room Academy, read The Room. It's but- not... This is the it's thing not- that gets me is why the fuck has Regina King not been nominated is okay. actually beyond I, me. So I I completely agree. I'm completely horrified and I just think like 
like you, you know how you were saying about if you could take anyone out and put Delroy Lindsay. Oh yeah, you'd put if you could take anyone out of directing yeah. and put Regina King in it, it'd be David Fincher. Yeah, hands it, it, down. Uh, it would be David Fincher. And the thing is, like, I love uh, the one night in Miami. I went into the film not really knowing what to expect. I didn't know anything about the history. Didn't know anything about the people. And I left the film thinking this is really good. Who the fuck directed this? And then I looked and I was like, Regina King, she's awesome. Oh my god, she's not directed anything before. What the fuck? I yeah. think that this is like her natural habitat like well the thing is the performances in that film are so incredibly raw and yeah realistic and it comes and from her direction and yeah because she is an actress she knows yeah. what it's like to be in that position so naturally she knows how to give and how yeah. for our actors to take that and just make it into absolute gold which is why it's horrible that she hasn't been nominated but the academy have had the audacity the absolute audacity to invite her to fucking present an award. I'm so mad. So really? mad. I'm mad for it. I hope she's <coughs> mad. Because um, how can you do that? Like completely just ignore One yeah. Night in Miami by the supporting actor nomination and then go, oh, but you can come and present an award if, an award yeah. if you want. Like, no, get away. I'd have I said think, no. I think this is how Best Director is going to come down to. Uh, Emerald Fennell, she's going to win her screenplay, Okay. Yeah. So that's ticked her off. That's given her a thumbs up, okay? Um, Lee Isaac Chung, um, unfortunately, won't get anything this year, which is absolutely depressing, because realistically, I, I would love him to win Best Director for this. Uh, Minari, I think, personally, I would like Minari to win Best Director. Uh, if if, um, uh, if um, uh, a mineral uh, Pharrell gets Best uh, Screenplay, I, then I'd be happy for Nari to win Best Director. That'd be awesome. Um, Mank, I don't think it's going to win. Uh, Another Round is an awesome film, but it's not going to win. Uh, Nomad's Land is going to win, realistically. But I would, I would, I would have liked going into this thinking it's going to be a race between Lee Isaac Chung, uh, Chloe Zhao, and uh, a, mem- a memorable f- finale. Uh, I, I think it's funny because they all have a. Um a clear line to best director because you know, you've got Emerald Fennell who's winning uh, um, original screenplay. You've got Chloe Zhao who's probably going to win adapted. Then you've got Thomas Vinterberg who's winning foreign film most probably. You've got Mank, which is winning production design. Uh, Minari is the only one. Yeah. The Minari is the only one that hasn't really got any kind of steam anywhere else, which is a bit shit, but But it had steam at the beginning. It had loads of steam at the beginning. Yeah, no, I agree. I think if if we're having the conversation, the Oscars were when they were having the talk about Minari, Minari would sweep up. I really do think Minari would sweep up. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful film. It's a stunning film. Um, uh, But realistically, my bet is going to go on Nomad's Land, uh, but I would like Minari to win. History history will be made. And that's, that's, that's it. That's the bottom line. I'm not having it any other way. And if it does have, if it does go any other way, I'm going to be mad. Yeah. I think you will be. Um, best picture. Now, this is the one that I just, I can't tell you. I can't tell you what's going to win in the slightest because um, uh, I couldn't tell you, mate. I could tell you um, what I don't think is going to win. Yeah, go I for don't, it. I don't think, as much as I think it, I like this card because Trial 7, and it would be funny because you'd go absolutely batshit crazy. <laughs> I don't think the Trial of Chicago 7 is going to win. Um, I don't think Judas and the Black Messiah is going to win. Uh, I don't think as much as I love the film, Sound of Metal is going to win. Yeah. But I could see Minari winning. Interesting. I can see yeah. Minari winning because mm. it's been given no love anywhere else. Okay. 
And I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, Green Book won Best Supporting Actor, or a- obviously Actor, and yeah, Minari, Marina, Minari might win Best Supporting Actress yeah. and then pick up the big award like Green Book did. Best Supporting Actor picked up the big award. You know what? I mean, as batshit of a crazy as a theory that is, <laughs> I think you, you could be onto something. Yeah. Yeah, because it's the thing about Minari, it's about the American dream and the Oscars love American dream stuff. Yeah, well, funnily enough, I just a, a little bit of a plug. Um, I wrote a bit of a, a piece um, for a friend's website on uh, film Twitter. Yeah, uh, she does a, a piece every month called The Ultimate Choice. And every time it comes around to the Oscars, yeah. she asks people to write um, for one of the best picture nominees yeah. and to argue their case for why yeah. they should win best picture. I wrote for Minari. Oh, so okay. I only because Nomadland had been taken, but <laughs> besides the point, would you be um, happy if Minari won? Oh, hands down, it's my second yeah. favorite film of the year. Yeah. Um, it's in it's incredible, I love it so much. I think it, it's it's just as deserving as yeah. Nomadland or you know, Promising Young Woman. And then you'd be really happy if Mank won, I'm gathering as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, I'd absolutely love that. If Mank or Trial of the Chicago Seven won, I'll just I'll I'll be incredibly happy. <laughs> Not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but do you see where my theory? So, uh, as much as I love Standard Metal, I don't think it's going to win because no. not got enough steam. Um, I think it does come down to Nomadland and Minari. It depends on the day. Best picture yeah. always depends on the day. It but then does, you're right. we're not talking about the father either because I feel like the father is a very strong possibility. So, yeah. So I mean, this is the thing, right? You know, last year, night. I mean, during the entirety of awards season. Um, 1917 took everything. It it was basically doing an nomad land. Mm. You know, it was taking. You know, it took the BAFTA. It took the Golden Globe, the SAG Awards. It took everything pretty much. So when it came round to the Oscars, it was very much right. Okay, like 1917. I remember win. this. 1917 is going to win the big ones. We're all okay with it. Like it's fine. And then it came round to a original screenplay, and Bong Joon Ho won. And we were like, okay, all right. And then it came to director and everyone was like, Sam Mendes is a shoo-in for this, like complete shoo-in. And then Bong Joon-ho won and they were like, okay, all right. So this is really interesting. And then obviously it took the big award and we were like, right, okay. So I think you're right. I think it's really going to come down to whoever wins directing and um, original or, or, well, original or adapted screenplay. But then I suppose looking at Green Book, which was 2019, if I'm correct, was it 20, yeah. 2019? Um, didn't only got love for supporting actor and it got love for original screenplay. Yeah, see, that's the thing, you know, if it it's wins, original screenplay, it, you know, if it wins a couple of awards, but I, I could argue till the cows come home that Green Book's one of the most undeserving best picture winners oh. of the past 20 years. Oh, that's deep, that is. <laughs> <laughs> that is a well, look, an original screenplay. We've got Minari promising young woman a sound of metal that see, are possible if, to win. It, see, the thing is, if Minari takes original screenplay, I could see... I could it see winning it Best Picture. Yeah, I could genuinely yeah. see it happening. And then supporting because actress the as well. Last year started a trend, you know? Like, it... And I wrote this in my piece, like... Foreign language films aren't being excluded anymore just for being foreign language films, which is in- incredible. And it's a great stride. And yeah... Maybe, maybe it isn't just going to be a one-off. I I think my, my so my bet is going to be Minari. Um, yeah. I think Minari is going to win. I think Minari is going to win the big picture. If 
if Chloe Zhao takes adapted screenplay and director, it's going to be Nomadland pretty much hands down. However, I, I don't like it as much as uh, I know you love Nomadland. It's your favorite film of the year. <laughs> yeah, but I don't like I don't like Oscars that are one sided. It really fucking annoys me <laughs> when I watch when I when I st- especially when I step late and the hit uh, and I think. I love. I see. I really like La La Land, and I defend La La Land to the to the cows come home as much as people fucking hate it. But it annoyed me that year as much as I love La La Land that it was like, and the award goes to La La Land, and the award goes to. I really hate just hearing the same fucking. Yeah. I know that films that have done really well should be appreciated, but mm-hmm. I like a nice mixture. I like, must admit, last year when obviously Parasite started to take, so it was absolutely riveting. Like, oh, that was riveting. Edge of edge of seat stuff. But do you not feel like that was fresh because no one was expecting Parasite to win? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, no completely. one was expecting Parasite to win all those awards, were they? And, and and like you know, the same thing could happen again. It's completely within the realm of possibility. Completely. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, so I think you know what I think you've convinced me that if you know if if Minari does take a couple of awards, that it could potentially take Best Picture. Yeah, I, I strongly believe that. And honestly, it wholeheartedly it. deserves it. Yeah, I think I, I strongly believe. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck behind it now. I am really stuck behind it. I'm going to even put bets on on the day. That's how stuck behind it I am. That's a good idea. I might do that as well. I do that every year. I put bets on every year just for it. Yeah, someone bet on the father. Um, I think or something at the bathroom. Can you imagine if you had bet on Anthony Hopkins to win at the at the bathroom? Oh, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine bet on Anthony They'd bet on Anthony Hopkins and won like 50 quid. I normally bet every year at the Oscars, uh, at the BAFTAs as well, but I didn't do it this year. And I, I normally bet on the one that I maybe don't think is going to win. And can you imagine that? I'd bet on Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Um, so uh, who do you think is definitely not going to win a Best Picture lastly, do you think? Well, it's obvious. <clears throat> Mank Man- and, and Trial of the Chicago 7. They just... It's, but then, no. let's be serious. <clears throat> Did you expect Green Book to win Best Picture? No. I, I didn't. I was really happy with it, personally. I like Green Book. Well, it's pretty obvious. I mean, because I think that was that Black Klansman year. Um, 2019? I'm pretty sure. Let me It was check. Star is Born, Black Klansman, Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favourite, Vice and Roma. Where Roma... I mean, I there's was... at least five films in that category that are better than Green Book. Oh. So yeah, it could happen. You're right. It genuinely could, yeah. and I could be incredibly disappointed. Um, so, so this is what I think. I want Minari to win. I hope. I think Minari will win. At the same time, I think the trial of the Chicago Seven. I feel like the trial of the Chicago Seven is going to nip it, and you're going to be so fucking annoyed. Look, for fucking look, ages. The ceremony's not for another two weeks, and my blood pressure's already rising. <laughs> so let's chill on that, Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oscars, mate, uh, big. I, I feel like my bets are quite good. Uh, we're reasonably in line with most stuff, and then a, a few other stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, but um, we will. What uh, plan for the Oscars? So the Oscars are coming up very, very fast. So we will yeah. do a podcast on our thoughts about the Oscars, um, and just in general, it's uh, either going to be really short. And be like, yeah, okay, we expected that. See you later. Or it's going to yeah. be like a just massive chunker. Just like, oh my God, what happened? What happened? What was this? It's going to be interesting because they've got a British hub. Uh, yeah, I'm intrigued Two American that. hubs, so that'll they've, be interesting. Um, yeah, they've decided, uh, apparently they're in talks with the BFI South Bank um, for, that, for, the, for the British hub. 
I, do you know what, though? Can you imagine if you're a British actor or actress or director or whatever, and you've dreamt all your life to go to Hollywood, to go to the Oscars, and you have to go to... As much as... I'm not saying the British South Bank is nasty, but the Oscars is just like... It's something like magical, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like red carpet and the cheesy... What are you wearing today? And Ryan Seacrest just... Is it Ryan Seacrest doing his normal... Not anymore. I don't oh, think he does not? it anymore. Oh. But yeah, usually. Yeah. The weird stuff. Um... We will talk Oscars at the end of the month when we've seen the Oscars and say what we say. Uh, I'm going to do my list of winners of my nominations soon. Yeah. Um, I need to go through it soon, to be fair. But um, there's not really much else to talk about in regards to Oscars. Well, I think we've done a, a massive talk on the Oscars now. And it is, uh, yeah, we've just talked Oscar, 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 Oscar all night, to be honest. Um, but guys, I want to know what you guys think about the Oscars. If you are going to be watching it this year, I might be live live doing something across the day of the oscars because i'll be really drunk watching it in i might just live stream during the night yeah. just while it's going on just be yeah. like in my white tuxedo uh that i've got ready for uh the oscars and my champagne as well <laughs> uh, i'm going all out mate um i mean i will be wearing this t-shirt yeah the good the good vibes that's all the, we need the, the the vibe of uh of uh, nomads land uh alex, <laughs> alex will be having but guys look, you can watch most of the stuff now on streaming platforms so honestly yep. please go out and support these films because these films aren't big blockbuster films a lot of these are very independent films and something like minari is like 9.99 i think to rent or buy on yeah, amazon cinema Prime. ticket 10 pound it's basically a cinema ticket honestly watch it you won't be disappointed i do generally would love to hear your guys opinions about these oscar films and i'd love you guys to give them a watch and see what you think uh but yeah oscars are soon alex thank you for joining me again as always it's a always, pleasure it's always a pleasure to have you on here talking oscars uh but you know we're gonna blink and the oscar season is gonna be over and then we're gonna yeah. be back to uh, movie debates i think love it yeah can't Perfect. wait well thanks for listening guys